Welcome to the Real Talk Christian Podcast, where we drink coffee and have real conversations on faith, culture, and society. This is Mark Hyde and Chris Fuller. And on today's episode of Real Talk Christian, we are talking about friendships with unbelievers. Should Christians have relationships with those who are not followers of Jesus, or do we need to stay away? One way to find out, Fuller. You ready, bro? Let's go, bro. What's going on, Mark? How you doing, buddy? We just had a stare down and go, who's going to start? Like, uh, uh, who's going to start? Well, you know, the intro music is so powerful. It's a vibe, now. bro. It just moves us to a point where we're speechless when we look at each other. We're like, dude, mind blown. But anyways, thanks, Paul Lindgren. So now I know what Janelle feels like every single day in at, your presence. At every uh, What? <laughs> She's in awe. No, I'm the She's one in awe. <laughs> I'm the one in awe of her, not her of me. Can someone say she married, brownie point? She married a grizzly bear. <laughs> a hard-working, good-looking grizzly bear. Well, you know. But a grizzly bear nonetheless. A grizzly bear. But that's okay. You know, she's she, she's she's the bell to your beast. That That's correct. She is the... I mean, there's that old saying, you really can't polish a turd, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Janelle. You're married <laughs> to a turd. <laughs> <laughs> and you're making fun of me, and you're out here calling yourself a turd. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be able to take it if you're gonna dish it out. Yeah, I mean, you and your neck thing before we start. Oh, every okay. Time. But no. all right. So listen. Oh, every time we start, he's like, "All right, bro, you ready?" And I'm like, "All right, man." And then he like cracks his neck. I, I don't crack it; I stretch it. And so we had to like restart like ten times just now. In order to get him to not do that, because every time he did it, made me I laugh. have to, bro. It makes me laugh. It's, it's my, it's it's my thing. I like, like you know how everyone has those quirks, like or rhythms that they just do. No. Like, <laughs> okay, like, like here, one of my other ones. Like after, I, if you, if you ever check me out while I'm drinking from a water fountain, when I'm done, I'll tap the side. Like I'll, I'll lean over, I'll drink, and after I'm done, I'll. You have a lot of nervous ticks, don't you? They're not nervous. They're just ticks. <laughs> they are. They are. They're vibes. You know, that's what they are. We need to get you help. <laughs> you need, bruh, only Jesus bruh, can help this. Bruh. Only Jesus can help this. And he, he's, he's trying real hard. Wow. He's trying real hard. Anywho. Anywho on that. But if you want to see what my neck little... Eh, eh, oh, I actually cracked it that time. Ow, that hurt. <laughs> see, that's we what have you video. get. That's Jesus saying, hey, look here. <laughs> Let me just smack, smack you around. That. But if you want to see me do it, you can go to our YouTube channel or Facebook where we had our conversation with dudes and dads. And right before I, I, I get comfy, I do a little uh, yeah. with my neck, and then we go. It's weird. It's and eventually, one of these days, we'll have a YouTube channel. And you get to see it every Hopefully, time. Hopefully, dude, we're, we're, the studio's coming along. We're it, getting close. It's, it's, yeah. Brah. 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 <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. But, dude, so we are still drinking our RTC coffee. Yes. When well, are we going to ship it out? Actually, People need to taste this. Actually, I'm out of RTC coffee. I'm like, the company. Has run dry. Mine's, mine hasn't. So I'm drinking from my my uh, SSM. Oh, or SSSM. Southside Student Moon. Yeah. Or what the team like to call it. Sm. Yeah, I'm drinking, from, sm. I'm drinking from my sm water bottle. Water is for cowards. What? Water is for sissies. Water is for washing blood off my uniform, and you don't get blood on my uniform. Boy, you what must the be movie? out. Remember you the must Titans. be outside your mind. Remember the Titans, dude. Yep, Denzel. That was no, my Coach Boom. Well, yes, but that Coach Boom. It was Denzel, though, it wasn't was, it? Yeah, it was yeah. Denzel. Coach. Anyways, Coach we need to watch that movie. Side note, dude. That's a gr- that's one of Janelle's favorite movies. <gasps> no fun fact. Yes, dude. I am coming movie. to your house when we're watching that movie. I'm down. Let's go. I'm down for that. Let go. Let go. Let go. But dude, so Anyways. what are we shipping out this RTC coffee, bro? I don't know. There's a lot of red tape that I have found. Of, really? Like, so if we ship this stuff out, like you have to get like the health department involved. No, you don't. Yes, you do. Really? Yeah. And so, um, you guys can come and partake with Mark and I, and just slide us some money. I, I mean, I just don't know if we can legally ship it out without the chance of a lawsuit so but for but for real for real for reals for reals yeah so it's pretty so what if someone donates money to rtc and then if somebody and at, then and then somebody, some coffee shows up at the doorstep if somebody asked, you know what i'm saying if somebody asked me to send them some 
with a little letter that's saying they won't sue me. I'll send you. I'll send you some. But but really but, though, there's red tape. Yeah. Yes, yes, dude. Red tape. Where where's the, I mean, come on, dude. It's just some coffee that's, beans. That's the lawyer society we live in these wow, days. That that's okay. That's dumb. Yeah. So sorry. You're really dumb. I, it's not me. So dumb. No, I'm the government. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. But it's it's the it's the yeah. old old line. So yeah, it's kind of a sad moment. Uh, I didn't know when I was gonna break it to you, but I guess I just broke it to you now, dude. I was like, we're about to rake in the dumb. Nope. Nope. Crush that during, but if but I you, will say, me and Soche's been drinking if you RTC a lot well, lately, yeah, and I've been drinking it, and yeah. But I would gladly send a friend, oh, a small gift that is not purchased and is just a just a friend to a friend gift of coffee. If I had information, but 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 you know what we can do? What's that? We can send people free gifts if they do something for us, though. Yes, we can. And matter of fact, we have another person who has done such wonderful things for us that we will need to get information to send them thus free gift. Mm-hmm. So far, we've had uh, Mama Yates for Mama Yates for Mama uh, Mama Yates. Mama Yates, you reach gotta, out to us. You gotta reach out to you, us. You so need a sticker you, and yeah. a button and some swag and a and a letter and a letter. We need a RTC. We fan. need to print some cute cards for people and then Jagger. And Jagger, the bro, Jagger Cripe, what up, bro? Yep, yep. He actually texted me like just a little bit ago. And he yeah. goes, "Bro, what, what do I get for leaving a review?" <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I gotta have his stuff. Like, I'm, I'm, stuff. In char- I'm, I'm in charge of that. So if you don't reach out to us, if I don't have the information to get you your gift, then I guess you're just forfeiting the gift. I don't know. Well, well, here's the we have another review. So this is oh, the wow. third review we have gotten. Another five star review. You know, oh, fun fact: they won't let me five star review the podcast because I own the podcast. Oh, <laughs> fun so fact: you can't, can't you can't five star yourself. We can't cheat it. Then you can, but I can't. Oh. Um, but this one Wait, is. Left. I'm going to give us a one star. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> hey guys, we record every single week, but we're not very good, <laughs> so we deserve a one star. But this, 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 um, wow. Man, my brain just went. <laughs> He's so like, "What?" <laughs> this review was left from Coco the housewife. Coco, which we know who Coco the housewife is. Do we? All it right. is the one and only Nicole Hobbled. <gasps> Coco, Nicole, and our boy Micah, my who's girl. he's serving overseas. Yeah. He's he's doing awesome, doing good keep, stuff. Keep Micah in your prayers. I, we, you know, he's serving our country and and doing things that I, I mean, C- correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. He's National Guard, I believe, right? I can't correct you on something I'm not 100% sure, but I believe I heard something of that, but I don't want to be wrong, so I'm not going to make an official statement. All I know is he's overseas. I'm going to make an official statement. I think he's RT, I think he's National Guard. Okay. I think he's U.S. Army National so, Guard. So, Nicole, if you're listening, if, you're, if he's wrong and you want to smack him, you have my permission. No, because she legit will, bro, or she'll stick like, she ha- like she she'll has, send Megan after me. She has my permission to uh-huh. smack you for, if you're wrong. If you're wrong. If, if, if. if. Right, so there's a chance. We'll find out in small groups on Tuesday. <laughs> but but either way, Coco the housewife, she has a great follow on Instagram, so follow her at that handle. Coco, C-O, C-O, the housewife on Instagram, and you can follow all the Crunchy Mom things. But she left us a review. She's another friend of the podcast, and fun fact... She is the outro voice that you she hear is, every single is. week. But she says, which is kind of it's kind of great before we get into what she's sorry Nicole. Oh, I, go ahead, I, go ahead, go ahead. But it's it's great that, you know, she did this outro for us, but yet she still listens to us. I mean, she may not agree with us, but at least she listens. She listens. <laughs> she listens. She does. She and I love how everyone calls you Fuller. Your name yeah. is not Chris. Well, you know. I should just it's, it's, except Jagger this used is, your first name. This but. is Mark High and I'm just going to be like this is Fuller. Actually, fun fact. Um, I'll read the review, then I'll give you my fun fact. <laughs> Sorry. So Nicole Hobbled says, Thankful for Mark and Fuller's perspective in a fallen world. I definitely recommend this podcast. So, Nicole, thank you. Thanks, Nicole. And we're going to segue because, speaking of names, our, our boy Brandon Soche has a podcast called Abba, Abba Father. Father. Yeah. So I was listening to it the other week, right? Because I'm like, oh, I wonder, you know, what's, what's the vibe? How are they doing it? And then all of a sudden I hear, this is Matt, this is Cameron. And this is Brando, and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Wait a second. And, and and we call him Pastor Brando. He wait, but he cheated because he he let that name be known on our podcast. You can't take that to another. Well, pod- well that's but, podcast. So right these there. are his his college roommates who gave <laughs> yeah, him that name, right? And actually, he introduced himself to like as Brando to his wife Marianne, right. and she's like, 
who is this loser? Yeah, like she right. didn't. I remember him. that story. That yep, Brandon that was told. a funny one. But and if, even if you look at who produces the podcast, it doesn't say Brandon Soche. It says Brando Soche. Brando. So if he ever gets famous, he's got to be forever <laughs> known as Brando. Forever known as Brando. Stage name. Stage name. So, but but either way, that that just cracked me up that he introduces himself so as Brando. What's your stage name going to be? Sparkle glitter pants. Twinkle toes. <laughs> twinkle toes. <laughs> twinkle toes. Oh, or no. You can't use twinkle tones. We used to, so and when I played football, we used to call uh soccer players grass fairies. Because they would twirl over the soccer ball and then I became a grass fairy. I never looked back. So you're a grass fairy. I'm a grass fairy. I'm a grass fairy I'm an old, hide. <laughs> I'm an old man who who tries to play soccer and it's hard to keep up. Right. Anyways, you're it's okay. Right. Either way, <laughs> for those of you guys who listen every single week, we are so thankful for you. We would love just to, for you guys to leave us a review. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us, hit us up on Facebook. Keep the conversations going. Cause and here, and and our email account. Oh, that's right. Because we got a new email. Real Talk Christian Podcast at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Gmail. And I have some other surprises in my back pocket, but I can't tell you about those yet. What? You can't tell about them yet. What? Because they're not ready yet. What? They're in the they're in the slow cooker. They're oh. in the French press. They're they're they're. Do I know these things, or are they just magical make believe? I'm a grass I'm a grass fairy, bro. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anywho, so, so today we're talking about what should friendships look like, and we actually got this from one of our listeners. Correct, Mark? Yeah. So I'm pulling it up right now. So on Instagram, um, someone reached out to us. Um, her name is Angie. So Angie Easterbrook is her name. She actually wrote us here just a little bit ago, and she says that uh, you guys are the best. Thank you so much for your ministry. I'd love to hear you talk about, and she lists a few different topics, um, and one of them was is what friendships and relationships should look like with Christians versus non-Christians, and this is not romantic relationships. Right. She, she even says the word not romantic, just right. what just, does friendships and relationships look like between a Christian and a non-Christian. Right. So first off, we just want to say, Angie, thank you so much. We glad you listen, and and, and she even says her fiance, like they're getting married here in June, so they, oh, they're you know, very nice. So congratulations on the engagement. Well, we have uh, a great have a great marriage. Send us is, the invitation, please. Yeah, I mean, I think we're gonna, uh, I think we're gonna talk about both of her issue or her other issues at some point, but <laughs> not not her the other issues, issues, but the issues <laughs> she brought, the conversational pieces that she brought up. Yeah, she also about money and modesty culture and feminism, which right. we're two middle aged white dudes. Yeah, we'll middle age. No, we're not middle age. You're middle age. No, I'm not middle dude, age. Middle age nowadays is like late forties, early fifties. That's middle age. Now. Okay, boomer. Seriously. Okay, boomer. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm proud to be a boomer. I know you are. Boomers. So. No, no, but we're middle class. That's what I was looking for. Middle class white men talking about feminism and the modesty yeah, culture. Yeah, that's not going to so. be us. We're going to have to have to get some. We're uh, going to bring some of yes. our friends onto the show. But we actually uh, have a couple upcoming episodes. With, yeah, with tell a, us about them, dude. So I know that we're going to be talking to a high school friend of mine. Uh, I actually met her in drama club or like a drama camp for homeschoolers. And you call me a grass fairy, twinkle toes, sparkle paint, glitter bomb. I loved drama camp, dude. It was the best. I was like, I would have been in a glee club if I was like actually in a real school, but that's just me. Anyways, but uh, yeah, her name is uh, Sarah Nass. She is a coach for some interesting topics but i don't want to give the topics away yet. oh you don't want to give it to them it's gonna be a little surprise you gotta tune in it's kind of like the uh, cliffhanger you know mm. at the end of a tv show even though at this beginning of a podcast we're sucking you but in. but anyways uh she's married to uh, to an, uh, to a pastor and they they live in ohio and getting ready to have their second child a little girl and, and, and when we say we're she's about to like like homegirl about to pop yeah like in the next few weeks so we got to get her on before before this baby comes flying out of the womb because <laughs> that's how it works speed. yeah <laughs> right. and the fresh prince of bel-air that's how it works right. but not in real life <laughs> yeah so anyway so we have that coming up we also have uh an associate of yours that we're trying to get on yeah in, a couple uh, of them i got i got two that i'm that i'm yeah. gonna be working on here pretty so soon. so we won't give those away either nope but one's a missionary yeah kind of a missionary and then yeah so he was a missionary missionary kid came right. back to the states and he's trying to go back Right, and then the other one is an MMA. He's a professional fighter. MMA fighter, yeah. and there's so. also another one I'm working on—a guy Whoa. who's a gay Christian. 
who oh. doesn't live as a gay Christian. He chooses to be celibate. Okay. okay. So. Whoa, slow down. Don't get too far into it. We want our listeners to come back. Ah, <laughs> you know. No, we got some fun conversations yeah, so in the bank some, is what we're trying to say. Yeah, what we're saying is uh, keep listening because we got some interesting conversations. And we even got Dave up. Ramsey coming on the show. What? No, I'm totally kidding. I was like, man, when did we get that? Uh, John Piper? No. <laughs> Jesus? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> no, but you sound like way, Ahmed the Dead Terrorist. When I tried. I tried to do that. Now, I'm glad you caught the reference. <laughs> yeah, but, but either way, we got a lot of fun stuff in store. But we have a fun conversation today, yes, courtesy of Angie with that Thanks, rabbit trail. Angie. So we appreciate that. So today we're talking about friendships and relationships, believer yeah. and unbeliever. Yeah. And I mean, uh, obviously, most people know what a friendship is. I don't. Oh. So tell me what a friendship is. <laughs> uh, Sorry, that was, uh, that was too easy. Uh, no, but uh, yeah, so we're just kind of looking at maybe some different ways that how friendship should look between um, Christian and Christian and Christian and non-Christian type of view. And again, these are uh, what Mark and I, are kind of our opinions, and uh, we actually don't have like a whole lot of things written down, but just kind of some conversational pieces that we wanted to touch on tonight. But before we get into those conversational pieces, I want to start it off with a quote from one of my favorite authors, C.S. Lewis, Mm. near and dear to my heart. Mm. And he said, friendship is born at the moment when one person says to another, what? You too? I thought I was the only one. And I'm like, yep, that's my quote. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) But seriously, it's, it's so true that that... You know, how often do you be like, bro, really? For real? You too? Like you gotta have some sort of connection that goes right. what? Creates that spark. So so can I can I segue for a second? What was your you two relationship with Paul? How did you and Paul become such oh, man. Now, now this is not a Christian <laughs> Oh man, that's a whole Paul episode. loves Jesus and you love Jesus. But did you guys have that you two like me not you two, but the me too like similar situation or was it kind of like two dudes thrown into a room and it's like there's no other, like there's no other option Man, we're gonna be it's, friends that's that's a whole like that's a two, conversation for a different day that's like a three podcast episodes worth of material but i'll try to break it down into well, good thing like we have. A, how about a 10 seconds I'll, i'm gonna try to break it down <laughs> into 30 seconds to a minute and if you're curious if you guys are timing me i don't know if i'll actually hit those numbers but i'm gonna try so Paul and I actually met at a uh, a men's Bible studies slash fellowship that we used to meet on Friday nights. And uh, both of our first nights going, um, the guys were dealing with a brother in sin. And it was like intense and it was like awkward for Paul and I. But they used to always like meet at Martin's, Gucci Martin's up, Gucci in, Martin's, up in Granger. Yep. And then we'd go out to eat and then we'd come back to Gucci Martin's and discuss life, you know, life issues and what the scriptures say on it and stuff like that it's a really good group and uh so they were dealing with this issue and then we were going to eat and paul and i were just like man like you know this is kind of (laughs) awkward so we actually started connecting over that so you guys awkward turtled and then and then i found out he was in a house church i'm like oh yeah i'm in a house church as well and uh grew up in house church and then we started talking about that and then we found out that he played like to play tennis and his ex-wife at the time uh he played tennis with her and she was a high school like champion and blah 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 and i picked up tennis in in college and so we were like dude we should get together and play sometime and that was like the wow i can't believe we both played tennis let's go and hang out and play t- play tennis <laughs> and have conversations and that became a whole thing for us so yeah so when did music enter the scene was that around the same oh, time too man that is uh yeah it, it was but Probably that same night. I mean, we went over so many topics and found out we had so much in common. Even like Lord of the Rings, we were both like huge fans of Lord of the Rings. So it was the, just the like, C.S. Lewis quote is really tried and true to you, where right, it's like, yeah. oh, what? You, t- you yeah, too? Well, like, me too. But it was like over like probably hundreds of different subjects we were discussing throughout dinner and, and the conversation. We were like, wow, no way. You 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 like that too? Or you like that's this cool. too? And it's, yeah, so it was just No, that's super cool. No, let's keep rolling though, bro. Keep going. That, well, you I, just, I rabbit trailed you, you really You just hard. really did, and now my mind is on Paul. I miss you, Paul. But, uh... <laughs> come, come back. Paul, come, come back. back to me. Anyways, I so. still haven't met him yet. I, not, well, you, I haven't met him in talk, person. Yeah, you've talked to I've him. I've talked with him, but right. I've never met him in person. Yeah, we need to get him back up. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we're, we're talking about friendships, and, um those aha moments and and what they lead into is is what we hope to be a close friendship most of the time. I mean, I don't ever meet somebody and be like, "Hey, we're friends and I just want to keep you at like arm's distance like." Friend. No, I, I want to get to know you. I want to hang out like 
let's go do stuff together. Let's live life together. That's kind of the way I am. But mm-hmm. uh, yep. there's two types of friendships that Christians tend to have. I'm not saying I'm not throwing a blanket statement and saying all Christians or no Christians or whatever, but most Christians tend to have uh, friendships between other Christians. And number two is friendships with people that are in the world. Uh, would you agree with that statement, Mark? Well, I mean, it's kind of what other options are there, you know? Uh, friendship with yourself? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't be friends with myself. <laughs> but, wow. but no, but, but yeah, oh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm like, there's uh, yeah. no other options. You either, right. at least in our Christian world, do you? Right, you have, you have friends that are Christians and friends that aren't Christians, right? right? So, but, 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 so, but the question, I guess, is how do you balance that tension, you know? Mm, so that's what we're going to get into a little bit. What does it mean to, to be friends with each type of those two groups. Okay. Uh, so let's start off with the, we're going to start off with the easy conversational piece and, and work our way into the hard one. And, and I'm assuming if you're listening right now and you're a Christian, you're probably like, I know where Fuller's going. And that is the conversation of Christian friends, right? It okay. should be fairly easy discussion. Uh, hey, you know, at least... We, we have a common goal. There's the common aha, like C.S. Lewis talked about, like, no way, you too, you're a Christian. No way, you too, me yeah. too, you know? So there's that first common, you know, a little click that you got. Um, so what what should a Christian friendship look like? Uh, I think, you know, the first thing I would say would be uh, most Christians should, should probably uh, love each other like an unconditional, like we're called to love, like God loves us, right? Yep, yep. And would you I, agree? Yeah, and, and I would even add, you know, with that unconditional love, forgiving one another as well. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's that's part of it. Because um, the Bible says, you know, you'll be known by your love for one another. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. if, if Jesus said it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, the world will know you by your yeah. love for one another. And so, uh, yeah, that's a big, that's a, that's a big first step in it. You got to kind of love the person that you're being friends with and, uh, you got to love them unconditionally, and un- unconditionally means, obviously, without conditions. So you can't be like, uh, you know, Mark Mark hurt me, so I'm not going to be his friend no more. Well, that's not unconditional. That's conditional love. I- I'm only loving you because of how you make me feel or that because we're good at the time, not because we actually love each other as brothers. Right, right. Or sisters. And No, nope, yeah, Jesus, I agree. So. I agree with that one. <laughs> yep. I mean, I think we're gonna. I'm gonna agree with all of these. So, well, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's an easy conversational piece right, right here, and and kind of segue into the harder one. But uh, you know, another characteristic that I I often think about when I'm thinking about my cr- Christian friends, Christian brothers, Christian sisters, is uh, bearing each other's burdens. We hear that a lot throughout Scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, how we're supposed to bear each other's burdens, you know? And, and what does that mean? What does that look like? And I think a lot of the times it's just being there for one another, living life together. Uh, Things aren't always easy. Um, could be just like uh, I think of, you know, we talked about uh, Coco, you know, little Nicole hobbled. Uh, I'm so like, little, she's like the same age as me. But uh, I'm like, Coco, little, little Coco. chocolate? Oh. <laughs> but, you know, her and Micah, before he got deployed, needed mm. to get their fence done. That's a burden. That was a burden on him and his family. And he asked the brothers in our small group for help. And we went over and helped him. That's part of that. We put up an entire fence in like an afternoon. <sighs> Man, that yeah. was hard work. That was hard work, but yeah, we it was good. It, it, was, it fun. was fun. Yeah, I mean, it was hard, but it was fun. Yeah, but that was that's that's a burden. It was a burden on his family. He it was to a get physical th- burden, not right. It, but there's also mental, emotional, spiritual. Yeah, yeah. There's so you know? many different types of burden, but I think you know the Bible tells to to bear each other's burdens, and we should be there for each other uh, in those hard times or difficult tasks or or what have you. And I think the next thing, and, and that kind of sh- segues into the next thing of of caring for each other. You know, I, you can't be a friend if you don't really truly care. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I always say that there's actual friends and then there's like associated friends. You know, okay. like, okay, I, I see you at church. Hey, we're, we're friends at church or like, uh, you know, friends at work or whatever. But like we never hang outside of those places. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like an I'm, I'm associated with this particular event and so i'm and that's not necessarily a bad thing because it can't be buddy buddies with all 200 members at Southside either right yeah not necessarily but that's not a true that's not a true tried and true grinded out brother and brother that's an acquaintance you can't bear one another that's an acquaintance that you don't mind seeing that that person or that individual during those times you can't bear someone's burdens if you don't if you don't know know what's going on right definitely 
And so, uh, you know, caring for each other, that's, that's a huge thing of, uh, you got to know the person, you got to have that relationship so much so that goes into our next point that you should be able to laugh with them, cry with them and share with each other things that are going on in your life, personal things that, uh, not all 200 members of Southside will know about, or, you know, thousands of people at a mega church or whatever you have you wherever you're at but your your few your tribe your people yeah i like you like to always call it your tribe tribe. yep Yep. Uh, ride or die and in that tribe uh 0.5 i would say is um it has to you have to be a safe place for that person to be able to confide in you to be a friend as a christian so uh bearing each other's burdens all often means that hey we have to be able to confess our sins one to another, right? Mm -hmm. And so because of that, we have to be able to be that safe place, not that gossiper that goes and uh, usually if a friend, a true friend is confiding in you uh, about a sin or about something that maybe they don't want the whole church hearing, something that's happened to them. Maybe they haven't sinned. Maybe somebody has sinned against them, but it hurt them, and they're they're sharing that hurt. Um, If you're going around talking about it or if you're calloused or cold when they're sharing that, Mm you're not really being a safe place for that person to confide in you. you put, you're kind of putting up a little bit of resistance, and so that a wall may be built. You may not have that true close friendship. And uh, yeah, that kind of leads me into something else. Um, you know, being that person we talked about, uh, you should be able to laugh, cry, bear their burdens, care for another. So the the whole premise behind it is, uh, you should not look to what you can get from the friendship, but only what you can give. Same way in a marriage. You know, if you're in a marriage and you're always looking at what you can get from your wife or your husband, if you're in a friendship of what can this person do for me, you're in that relationship, in that friendship for the wrong reason. Mm. It should never be about what we can get, but what we can give. Christ is <clears throat> Christ is in a relationship with us because of what he can give to us, right? And uh, now, likewise, we're created to, to love him, to serve him, to praise him, but he does not need us. He's giving us this gift. It's what he's given us. He died on the cross for us. It's always, you never hear these things of uh, <clears throat> Christ died on the cross so that we can worship and praise him always. No, that's something we do because of the free gift and realizing what he's done for us. He's changed our hearts and so we do these things out of love for him. Yeah, and and I I do want to throw this out there too. Um, Pastor Scott, uh, we're jacking his stuff now rather than the, what <laughs> than the other way around. Other yeah. um, this past well, at time of recording this past week, Philippians one. Um, yeah, you guys were at church this past week. You yeah, guys were yeah, finally yeah. not sick for the first time in like right. three weeks. Um, but he was talking about how um, from Philippians one, knowing that God's in control will turn and how we care for one another right because if we know if god's in full control that he's taking care of our own needs and our burdens right we don't need to look out for the interest of ourselves but we need to look out for the interest of others which right. he'll go into that i'm sure next or this upcoming sunday even more because right. philippians 2 is all about yep. what jesus actually did right where he humbled himself took on the like you know consider even though he was equal to god he considered himself and fun fact lower likewise we should be the same towards god what can we do for god you know, not that we can really do anything. I mean, we him, ain't going to get, I mean. But it goes back yeah. to that. We praise him. We worship him. We spread his good news. We we do these things. We, we love him. But that's kind of weird because we can't love him until he loves us. So we have to, you know, he we love him because he first loved us. So, yeah, th- th- that whole premise of um, those six little points, the, uh, we should love each other unconditionally, bear each other's burdens, care for each other, laugh, cry, and share with one another be a safe place for the person to confide in and do not uh, look at what we can get out of the relationship, but what we can give into the relationship. Those, I think, are the six key principles um, to having a good relationship uh, with a fellow believer. Uh, Now we're going to kind of dive into um, friendships with the world. Uh, It's hard for, for a Christian to be a true friend with the world because we are in different uh, states of mind, we have different desires than what the world does. And the people of the world tend to serve, well, they do serve the prince of darkness because if you don't serve God, you're serving, you can't, there's a master. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to or not, you're serving one of the masters, and it's the prince of darkness or the king of light is 
uh, is a kind of a way I like to put it. Making light of is obviously God, and the Prince of Darkness is is Satan. So, so to put it into layman's terms, you're you're saying that it's hard for a Christian to be a a, a close relationship with someone who doesn't know Jesus because we're we're from con- tem- two completely different worlds, right? Worldviews, lenses, yeah, lifestyles, everything. Correct. And 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 the scripture that uh, is kind of a warning to us um, as Christians, and 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 whether we should allow uh, the world to be friends with us. And, and we'll get into this a little bit as yeah. we have this discussion. But uh, in 2 Corinthians 6.14, it says, Do not be yoked together with unbelievers. For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? And, and that was 2 Corinthians 6.14. Uh, 6.14. Correct. Uh, but but let me segue this a little bit, though, man, because, you know, I'm, I'm hearing you talking, and, and I'm one of those guys where, you know, I've, I work at a church. Like, my coworkers are yeah, believers, knock right. on wood. Um, but, you know, like, everyone, all the priests at Starbucks know who I am. I have right. friends with people who are who are not believers. And it's one of those things where, with how many people are not Christians, how can we not be friends and close friends with people who are not believers. You know what I'm saying? So, like, how does that work? You're jumping ahead of me a little oh, bit. Oh, I'm here. sorry. <laughs> See, this I'm is sorry. why you should read the show notes. <laughs> no, but uh, you make a good point, and, and I do want to address that. Um, but I want to address a few other things first, okay? You do, you boo. Let's go. All right. So, uh, you know, you're talking about being friends with the world, and uh, it's uh, friendship is a term of. A give and take, you know, just like a marriage. Uh, I'm friends with my wife. I give her everything, and she gives me everything. That's that's a true friendship. A friendship is never one sided. Okay. So when I say that we can't be unequally yoked, uh, it's hard to be friends with the world. I'm talking about a two sided relationship of friendship, okay, a true friendship, because the world has nothing it can it can offer us. Okay. Right. What we can offer the world is is everything. Is Christ, um, is love, is caring, is all those things that we talked about that we can offer. The first five points of like if we were being friends with a Christian, we can offer them. But but people of the world are are dead in sin, and we are new creatures made alive. Right. Right. We're a new creation, mm-hmm. and so they can't offer us anything. Therefore, it's it's not really a friendship. It's more of a one-sided relationship. It's more like the God relationship that that He sent His Son to die for us when we were yet sinners. Okay. So we could offer Christ nothing, but He could offer us everything, and that's kind of where I'm. I was trying. Yeah, to yeah. No, no. Does I see you're coming sense? from. Yeah, no. It, it totally does. And when you look at the idea of yoked, I mean, this is something that I, I know you know, but maybe believe other people who are listening don't. But it used to yoke was a, a a tool that was used to hook to horses, to bulls, to cows, donkeys, to donkeys, right. to work animals. You're tied. You're bond bonded bonded together. Right. So whenever you see bonded. plows and you see like right. two two big cows or bulls pulling this plow, right. the the yoke is what connects them together to make them go at go the same in unison. Length. But what would happen if you stick a bull next to a donkey? Right. One's going to pull harder. One's going to pull harder and one's going to make waffles. Or if you you put Oh, you didn't catch my reference. Yeah, one's going to make waffles track in the morning. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, or if you put a, two stubborn donkeys together and they're both trying to go their own way. Right. You're never going like if you're plowing, you're never going to plow a straight line in that field. You're so, never so I think productive. this helps helps us put the difference in our minds of can we have relationship with with people of on course. the outside versus you are intertwined in doing life right. only with Right. And, and I'm Yes, you can have a relationship with them, okay? And we're called to uh we're called to care for the sick, the poor, the orphan and the widows and not just in the church, but in the whole world. We're called to impact the world. We're called to go into the world proclaiming the good news of Christ. That is we're called to be in the world and to to minister to the world and to care for the world and to um be the light in the darkness mm-hmm. to the world. Right. I mean, that's what. It but says we're called not to be yoked, as in they impact our lives. Okay. Okay. Uh, because of, um, it, it uh, in the in the in the sense of a new creation, where we're made alive. Right. 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 Yep. And and 
if you're insane, you're dead. You're just filthy rags. Uh, so picture you have the two donkeys in the yoke, like we were just discussing. Mm-hmm. One donkey is dead and one donkey's alive. How much of the field are you going to plow? None. Probably none. None. And so that's that's where that yoke, because as Christians, we're made alive, and we cannot walk down that. We cannot plow the field uh, with somebody who does not have the same common goal, who is made alive, who is made anew. Um, so, so many questions enter my mind. Let's do um, it. Let's have a real conversation. Let's go. So RTC. <laughs> <laughs> my life. Anyway, sorry. Um, no, well, there's a couple things, you know, like the, like on the one side, it's I hear you. I agree. I right. I, I totally get it. Yep. Um, but then you know, I I look at the Bible, and this is what a lot of people talk about. You know, we should be in the world doing this, doing this, and and we've had this conversation right. with in cultural Christianity right. versus biblical Christianity, and what side of the line I fall on versus right. what side of the line you fall on. Um, and 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 I agree with you for unequally yoked. Um, but one of the counter arguments I've heard over the years is the fact of when you look at Jesus's life, what was he known as? He was known as friend of sinners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Jesus was, um, he I, was their friend. They weren't his friend. Okay. So let, let me put it to you this way. Okay. Christ met them where they were at. Oh, hundred percent. Right? He met them where they were at, mm-hmm. but he did not conform to their ways. Christ did not go to the to, to Mary Magdalene, who we believe to be a prostitute at the time, right? right. Well, well, that's that's Catholic teaching, but yeah, but yeah, but that that's it, she was a sinner. She was known as a correct, sinner. Like correct. That was her okay. Title. Well, well, let's let's go to Zacchaeus, tax yeah. collector. We know he was a tax collector. He's 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 the head of the mafia, basically. Yeah. So Christ went to him, told him, "Hey, come down from that tree." We all know that song. Zacchaeus was a wee little man. But I'm uh, going to your house today. Right. So he went to his house, but he was not influenced. Okay. So when we're talking about being yoked, it's being influenced, okay? Friendships are influenced. We influence them. They cannot influence us. A Christian friendship, relationship, we influence each other. That's iron sharpening iron. So 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 what I'm hearing is this no matter what happens, you're being influenced in some way, shape, or form by the people who you surround yourself with. That you live life together live life with. with, yeah. You're either being brought up or being brought. Yeah. There's down. actually a quote from uh, Jim Rohn. It's one of my favorite quotes. He says, "You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with." Hmm. I don't know if you've heard of that one before. And then there's the classic, "Show me your friends, I'll show you your future." Like that's an right. old time right. quote, exactly. Yeah. You know, so. but I love this one where you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Right. And so, so what you're saying is, is if we yoke ourselves together with people who are only unbelievers all the time how 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 are we going to be able to live out our our, our christian lives and influences in such a way right. that that honors god yeah and 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 you know like going back to that Zacchaeus story um dude i i think you would love this book so it's uh it's well it's going to be on those shelves over there pretty soon um it's called uh jesus is and it's just left blank jesus is blank and it's from uh pastor judah he's a hipster pastor up in portland oh, okay. uh no seattle he's up in seattle um i think they have a campus in portland somewhere but um judah smith uh he wrote this book and he was he 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 set the zacchaeus story to a modern parable and i don't know exactly how he did it but it was kind of the idea of you know when Zach when Jesus said, "Hey, let's like I'm going to your house. I'm going to eat." In Jewish culture, that was the most intimate mm-hmm. thing ever. Like you don't share a meal. Like like you, you when you eat a meal, you got to be clean. Like in fact, Jesus and his disciples got you know in tr- not in trouble, but they were like, "Oh, you, your disciples didn't even w- clean yourself before you eat." Right. So it they. Not only did they need to be cleaned, you know, God forbid that they eat with unclean sinners. And right. Jesus was going into their midst and hanging out and talking with them and 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 actually getting on their level and and, and having these real life struggles yeah. and conversations. Yeah. But what I love about what Judah does with this modern story is the fact of by Jesus going to Zacchaeus, he broke down a wall. Mm-hmm. By having fellowship with him, he broke down a wall. But what did Zacchaeus end up doing? He said, I'm going to give all the money back. And not just that, I got all this other money that I've stolen from all the I'm other gonna years. Give that I'm going to give all that back, too. I, right. I mean, I'm indebted to the 
I'm, I'm indebted to you, Jesus, so right. I, don't, I don't want this money. I want to go bless the socks off of everybody else that I stole from. But right. What does he say, like tenfold? or Yeah, something like that. Something huge. Wouldn't, wouldn't you have liked to have been the person that got that money? It's like, oh, here you go, and here's some extra. <laughs> but, but how terrifying would it be if Al Capone walked up to you and handed you a big old wad of cash and said, right. Jesus got a hold of my life, here you go. Right. Like, it's a story that we would and, never believe if and it again, happened today. Right. Like and, Kanye. And that's, and that's exactly you how know? we're supposed to be as, as followers of the way. Yep. Um, but again, we go back to, can you be, you know, back to this topic, can you be friends with sinners and and going back to the concept of what friendship looks like? Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, that, that term Jesus friend of sinners, that's a term that, that we gave, right? Right. It's not in the Bible anywhere. Right. Am I, am I wrong in saying that? Nope. Okay. So that that's a term that we get, and yes, he is the friend to sinners, but nowhere does it say he has a friendship and an ongoing relationship with sinners. Usually, if Christ went, he influenced them um, to the point where they gave their life over to him, and then they become friends. But it was not so in his hometown, right? Mm-hmm. In his hometown of Nazareth, <laughs> they were like this Jesus guy, yeah, whatever. Prophet this in their hometown, yeah. This is. This is the uh, boy of Joseph. He's crazy. And what did he do? It says he dusted off his feet, right? And moved on. And moved on. Yeah. So it, uh, a friendship there. The Jesus friends, friend of sinners. Yes, he was a friend. But if there wasn't, if it wasn't reciprocated, it can't be reciprocated. Yeah. Then, then hey, you know, he's got to move on. He moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you were talking there, I was trying to look up Kanye's story because Kanye West, when he decided to follow Jesus and you look at all these pastors who get all the crap for like, oh, he's Bieber's pastor. Oh, he's Kanye's pastor. Oh, look how good. Like, you know, Judah was one of those guys who was really close with Biebs. Well, it's... Uh, but you never saw them influenced by them. But in fact, you see Biebs sharing the gospel now on national TV. You see Kanye sharing the gospel. Yeah, and, and you know? I'm going to reiterate something that Francis Chan said in, in Letters to the Church. Our boy Francis. Man, that's he's becoming one of my... He's be almost at John Piper status in my mind now. I'm liking his stuff so much. But he said that that how dare we? And I, I mentioned this in a small group a couple weeks ago. But how I think you mentioned it on the podcast too. I, I may know. have, but but go ahead. But yeah, how how dare we speak ill against the bride of Christ, mm. whether we believe or not? And and who are we to judge the bride? In fact, um, you said that in episode thirty-two, and that clip is on Instagram. Oh, well, there we go. Because it was about the illustration of. Uh, either we you didn't get to it, I either cut you off right before that, but yeah. So, so you said on the podcast yeah. too. But how dare we talk bad about the bride of Christ? Right. So, and I'm just reiterating what Francis Chan said in his book, Letters to the Church. But uh, yeah, I tend to repeat myself a lot. That's <laughs> <laughs> all good. We love you, bro. I appreciate it. You bear, bearing my burdens, huh? <laughs> Dude, they heavy, but I got you. I got you. But yeah, so I. I I don't know. Am I making myself clear? Yeah, in my yeah, stance? you are. Yeah, no, you are. So, so let's get real world here then. So, right. um, okay. I, so, so I, 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 I got you. So, I, I, I got a friend, right? This yep, is this is yep. real world. I have okay. a friend, yep. and um, a lot of her close friends are unbelievers. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and that's because of where she works, because of where she goes to school. Um, in fact, I have a lot of students who are also in the same boat in, in high school and colleges where. They're not always surrounded by Christians, right? Um, now, kudos to the ones that go out and find those groups and they go join them, right? Um, but how do you, as a Christian, in a world surrounded by unbelievers, be friends with these unbelievers, mm-hmm. but and you know love them and care for them and shepherd them and do all these different things that we're called to do, right? But as Jesus says, or you know, the Apostle Paul, I'm. Sorry, where don't be unequally yoked. Don't hitch your don't hitch yourself to mm-hmm. them in, in the mm-hmm. things of life, which goes along in marriage. Because if you hitch yourself to someone and you have to raise kids and make decisions and do all these different things, you ain't gonna get to the same spot. What 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 should my friend do? And this is not friend. This is like a legit, legitimate friend. What right. should they do with these people who they are close to? These people who are unsaved. They want to see them come to know Jesus. Mm-hmm. They want to mm-hmm. keep having these relationships with them, but they don't want to be taken down the wrong path. What should they do? So my first question is: Is are these um, unsaved people 
this person's tribe, or does this person have a separate tribe? And uh, I'm mm, using your a good, statement. good different, yeah, the, differentiate, yeah, right. So, so like for me, uh, um, our Tuesday night small group is part of my tribe. My other part of my tribe is Paul mm-hmm. Lindgren, and then I have some other friends that are part of my tribe that that I can get advice from, that influence me that uh, challenge me scripturally to make mm-hmm. sure that we actually find the truth, right? And we have these discussions. So there's that ironing, sharpening iron. So that's my tribe. Now, if I'm letting, um, say, the guys in the steel mill, for me, that uh, are, you know, swearing and, and, you know, talk talk about how they don't believe in God and making fun of others, um, am I getting my advice Am I uh, from them? No, definitely not. Not for me. Hmm. Because that's not my tribe. I have not made them my tribe. That's not where I go to learn and grow. That's where I go to work and earn money for my family. So there's a difference. But I also have my calling and my commandment there to to preach the gospel and to take the good news. So I still, I'm at work and I have a job there for physical, you know, a physical job, but I also have a spiritual job there as well. Hmm. Okay. But it's not where I learn and grow. I go back to my tribe to learn and grow. And do you feel like the the more you're surrounded with with your steel meal bros, the more you your language changes, your it mindset can. changes, and all those different things? It can. Uh, that's why you have to um, be close with the Father. Mm. Uh, be be mindful. Um, tame the, taming the tongue. We talk about uh, the Bible says that if tame the beast of the tongue. Yeah, yeah. If you could tame the tongue, you could tame the whole body, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So that's part of it. You know, you have to be mindful. You have to medita- meditate upon his word day and night. This is, these, are, these are fundamental scriptures that, that most Christians should know and that we all struggle with. I mean, because I don't think any of us could say that we meditate upon God's word day and night, one. And I think we all have issues at some time or another with our tongue, right? Because if mm-hmm. we can tame the tongue, we can tame the whole body is what, is what the Bible says. 100%. So do, we struggle? do I struggle? Me personally? Yeah, I, I struggle from time to time. Um, but I have to keep my mindset, and usually when I slip, it's like an immediate, like, oh, the Holy Spirit convicts me, and I have to repent, and then I try to do better. So, so for, uh, for 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 your to go back to your friend, and um, I would say uh, evaluate who your tribe is. So and what then, happens? Oh, okay, go keep going, and then, and then, if if your tribe, if you're getting fed, and uh, from someone. So I, I would say it's like a, it's like a cup, all right. So God pours into you, and God does that through various ways: through um, your relationship with Him, through prayer, through His His Word, and through His people, right? Yep. So you can't pour your cup into other cups until your cup is full, right? I'm working on that right now. I got you. So, um, if if I don't have a tribe, then I need to seek out a tribe. If I don't have somebody that I can pour into, whether it's like uh, I think a Janiel. Okay. Okay. Janiel has has um, small group Southside. Her her family, her sister, her mom, her dad, me, um, and, and there's a lot of pouring going on into her, and then she pours out into others. Like I said, with me, I have my tribe, and it's different. It looks different. It doesn't always have to be like we're all in a small group together. Um, but Nicole may say, yes, I'm in a small group, but that's not necessarily my main tribe that pours into me. Right. It could be somebody else. But you have to have that main tribe. Or the entire small group might be your small group, but there might only be a couple people inside of there that you're very close with. Right, that pour into you and challenge yeah. you and that you that you grow in Christ with. And you have to have that before you can even think about pouring into others. And then you need to evaluate your relationships with those others. Are you letting them fill your cup so there, there's two different sides mm-hmm. is, is the is the br- brothers and sisters in the church your christians god are they pouring into your cup or are you letting darkness pour into your cup yeah and that's where you really need to evaluate um and we kind of talked about that uh i don't remember what episode it was um i think that was the the cherokee proverb yes and I think that's being in the world. Right, yeah, because it's which wolf are you going to feed? Which one? The, the boy asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? And he said, whichever, whichever one you feed. feed most. Right. Same thing here. So that's kind of where going, tying back into friendship, we uh, 
we can be friends. We can pour into the world, but we have to be careful not to let them pour into our cup. Yeah. And basically be be careful who you surround yourself with. Right. Make sure you Definitely. surround yourself with people who are on the same mission as you. Well, and, and you can't just be like, uh, I'm only going to surround myself with people that are, are God-fearing, that um, follow God. We're called to go out into the world, and and you can, the only way to do that is to surround yourself with <laughs> with worldly people. Yeah, and, how can you tell people right. about Jesus if you ain't around people who don't know Jesus? But again, you, know? you, you can be their friend. You can't let them be your friend. And I know that sounds weird. People are like, "What do you mean? If your friends, your friends?" And, and and it goes back to the illustration of the cup. You can pour into them, but they cannot. You cannot allow them to pour into you as far as influencing your decisions based off their worldly principles. Yeah, and and I will say this, sometimes, um, I'm, I'm not speaking from personal experience, and I don't think a lot of us really are. I think pe- people who say that they have no connections, no Christian friends, I mean, they might find themselves in a place like that, but yeah. a lot of times they've either distanced themselves or they're not looking for it. And if you don't have Christian friends, um, find some good Christian podcasts like this one. <laughs> and we connect you to people like right. yourself. Um, but, you know, while I was listening to you talk, you, you know me, I'm always scrolling through something, reading something. And But the, the passage in Daniel chapter 1 is what popped in my mind, man. man. Like the whole book, bro. Yeah. Like Daniel chapter 1, verse 8, um, one of my favorite... I, I haven't taught on this in a couple of years, but it said that Daniel determined that he would not defile himself mm. when it was talking about the king's meat and, and do this. And it wasn't the meat that was wrong. It wasn't the wine that was wrong. AKA it was the Daniel diet, it, <laughs> which I think is honestly just a little, I mean, it's, it's, I, I get it. But the fact that you're saying this is what Daniel did is a load of crap. In fact, mm. I had to teach a children's lesson where it's like, you know what the purpose of Daniel was is he didn't want to just eat bad things. You should eat your veggies kids. No, he was setting no, himself apart. From because him eating that meal was actually a form of worship to the God of Nebuchadnezzar. And he's right. like, I ain't going to do this. He was setting himself he was apart setting, for but, God. But what did, he, what did he do? He determined before it even happened. If right. you determine that you're going to follow God, even when it's hard, it's a lot easier to follow through with that rather than just free float through it. Right. But what do you also see? You see Daniel, who was Belteshazzar, and then Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What did they do? They hung on together, man. Right. They were the only... Now, Daniel wasn't one of the ones out there, but what did what happened when the music played? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego stood yeah, they together. Did not, they did not bow. In fact, we see that when Daniel determined that he wouldn't eat the meat, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was right there, right there next to him going, we're going to do this, bro. And I'm sorry, kids, but Nebuchadnezzar did not say, you're a bad bunny. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that was a little VeggieTale reference the for bunny, those of you who didn't get it. The so, bunny, yeah. oh, I like the bunny. Oh, I, must, yeah. I, I didn't get that note. I didn't yeah. get the note. But, but either right. way, but you see Daniel, Shadrach, yeah. Meshach, and Abednego right. coming together to stand. But you also see later at the end of the book, Daniel stood alone. Mm. There was no Shadrach, there was no Meshach, there was no Abednego. Right. He stood alone, but he didn't fall. Why? Because right. he determined when he was a teenager, when he was like 13, 12, 13, 14, best of the best, Bryce the Bryce, he said, I'm, I'm not going to let them influence me. In fact, right. I'm going to influence them. Exactly. And that's us being friends with the world. Yep. That's it right there. So then that's all this conversation, the harder conversation. I knew it was going to be harder because mm. we're going to be going back yep. and forth a little bit. But I hope I hope you guys have followed us with this conversation and, and maybe have some better understanding. And I hope um, that Angie, this maybe answered some questions for you. If it didn't, reach out to us and uh, and and maybe ask a couple other follow-up questions. Yeah, follow just follow-up follow questions. questions. Let's go. If, if we didn't quite hit the points that you wanted us to hit. And uh, we'd be glad to continue this conversation with you and with any of our other listeners that may have any um, thoughts, questions, opposing thoughts. Um, mm. We're always looking for uh, that conversation to continue. Uh, we don't. We we're not the type that just want to podcast our thoughts, opinions, and not hear from our listeners. We love hearing from you guys. Um, so yeah, just uh, get a hold of us and and let us know your thoughts and opinions. And if you have any f- uh, further questions, uh, and we'll be glad to try to answer. Yeah, them. definitely. And I want to give this uh, resource. I can't give it because I, I'm I don't have that kind of money. But but Angie, here's a book I want you to read. All right, we mentioned this many many episodes ago. But it's called Next Christians by Gabe Lyons, and it is a response to the post Christian world and how can a Christian live in a world that wants to see Christians not make it 
but how do we impact the world with the gospel? And right. so he does all these illustrations. And, and, and I was, I, I think I mentioned this, I was not sold on this book. I was like, nope, mm-hmm. nope, 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 until he flipped the script and said, you know, no, this is how we do it. We anchor ourselves to the word. We anchor ourselves to prayer. We right. find a tribe above all else. And he tells story after story after story of these guys and these women who fell, who um, ruined their families, ruined their careers, ruined their lives because they were so focused on, I want to go influence the world, but they let the world influence them. And the unequally right. yoked, they dragged him away. Now, all these people whose stories, you know, they're, this is how Gabe Lyons writes it. He he dooms it, and then he or he dooms and glooms it, but then he shows how Jesus redeems it at every single story. It's right. beautifully written. So, yeah. and and again, if if you're struggling with how to be a friend in the world and you don't know how to be in the world but not of the world, go ahead and refer back to uh, episode three. It was our third episode. Episode three, where bro. We talked about how do we live in a culture while not conforming to that. Yeah, culture. and I mentioned Gabe Lyons' book, The Next right. Christians, in there. And I'll, yep. I'll even put a, a link in the show notes for you too. And actually, I will. I'll Instagram it to you. How about that? Yeah, I'll do that too. But but either way, we we want to continue this conversation. Definitely. So this was not written just for Angie, but since Angie, you asked the question. We're going to answer answered it. it. So <laughs> if you want more questions answered, we would love to take them. So hit us up at the at email, realtalkchristianpodcast at, at gmail.com, gmail. Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter sphere, the Twitter sphere, Twitter, all those different places. But Twitter, almost like Chia Pet. But here's the deal, though. You know, I don't think people know this, but but I have a really good friend named Chris Fuller who likes to give fun facts. The Fuller Facts. The Fuller Facts. The Facts with Fuller. The the the, the Full Facts so, with the Fuller. That so, was a really bad segue. I yeah. tried so... <laughs> it, it was... <laughs> but either way, we have to end it with Fun Facts with Fuller, though. Mm, okay, so... You know, once we get that roadcaster, we can do a little flag. Fun Facts jingle. Yeah. Ding, dong, ding, Fun... F- we gotta just get Jagger going, Fun Facts. <laughs> bad. Um... Yeah. Do, so do we have a fun fact today? We, we do have a fun fact. This is the second episode in a row where I have no idea what this fun fact it's, is. It's kind of nice. It's like getting back to our roots because you never knew. I, I used to not know. Yeah, so it's always great. But uh, I'm trying to decide. I have two, and I'm trying to decide which one I want to use on this episode, but I think I'm going to use... Why not both? No, we can do both. Why not both? All right, so the first Let's one comes... Uh, Bonus. Uh, for the, all of you pet lovers out there, did, mm. did you know, Mark... And listeners, prior to the 20th century, squirrels were one of America's most popular pets. Squirrels. So I want one. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just saying, Janiel, if you're listening right now, I need a squirrel. <laughs> Dude, your, your, your dogs are the size Actually, of no, I'd probably eat the squirrel. Your so dogs don't are... get me a squirrel. Dude, did I tell you a story about my old... Well, he wasn't a roommate. He was a good friend of mine in college who a squirrel got into the dorms. So he shot it with a slingshot. And killed it. it, and then he slow cooked it. Yeah, in the dorm. You've never had squirrel pie before? Nope. Oh, dude, it's delicious. It smelled good. Anyways, but anywho, so squirrels used to be a pet, a household pet, prior to the 20th century. And here I grew in up thinking they were gonna give me rabies. That's funny. Yeah, and then that's awesome. Did, did you want the second fun fact, or should we save it? We're gonna give it. Let's give it. You guys get a double today, and this is uh, this no, is no, a, no. They didn't give us a uh, hundred dollars a month. You know what? This. No, no, no. This is let's do it. This is in honor of Angie's question. Mm, I so, like it. I like it. Not really. It has nothing to do with what we talked about, but I, I want to give it anyways because it's <laughs> funny. So T-shirts were originally marketed to unmarried men who didn't know how to sew buttons back on collared shirts by themselves. <laughs> So basically, without you ladies, we all in t-shirts here, so we don't know how to sew. Actually, I know how to sew. But my, my mom said I wasn't allowed to leave for college until I could sew buttons back on my dude, shirt. Dude, you know where I learned to sew? YouTube. And, I, and no, it's no, this is before <laughs> YouTube, but this is back before all the craziness happened with this organization. But Boy Scouts, I learned how to sew in Boy Scouts. That's because, right, because you were a Boy Scout. Yeah, because we had to sew patches on and stuff like that. So they taught us like the the basics of sewing. So we could sew our own patches on, so we didn't have to ask our mommies all the time. Oh, see, mine was so when my yeah. shirt collar went, boop, I wasn't stranded about so, it. And it was, it was like one of the the only skills I remember how to do from Boy Scouts is like, well, no, 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 you can start a fire. Dude, I can do a lot of Dude, stuff. I remember could... so much from Boy Scouts. I love Boy Scouts, come... but it's all corrupt now, so, but. How come Boy Scouts don't learn how to roast their own coffee beans? That's what I want. Um, they they probably used to know how when they started. 
Back in the good old days. Back in, I think it was 1918. I actually have a Boy Scout handbook from 1918. It's at my house right now. That's legit. And it's a blocked bag, so air can't get to it, so it doesn't get destroyed. But, but either yeah. way, Anyways. fun fact, fun t-shirts fact. were for single dudes who didn't know how to sew. For unmarried men. Unmarried that's single where they were dudes. For. That's That's wonderful. Well, Fuller... It's been real, dude. dude. Thanks for sitting and chatting again. I yeah. love our chats. Me too, man. Fireside chats with Fuller and Mark. Not Chris and Mark, but with Fuller and Mark. Fuller and Mark. I love Fuller it. Fuller and what was it again? Fer- fairy, fairy field, fairy toes? Uh, grass you? fairies. Grass fairies. I was a grass is. fairy. That's what grass it was. Grass fairy and Fuller. So from, yeah, from Fuller and grass fairy. <laughs> we'll see you guys next Take time. Take it easy. Thank you for listening to Real Talk Christian. To help get our podcast into the ears of other people who need to hear these conversations, we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts. To keep the conversations going, feel free to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and share our content with others. See you next time.